we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. Hope you're doing well today. Now, as customary on Wednesdays, we're doing a concurrent episode of The Female Lust of Apothecary and The Awakened Man. So today I wanted to do something on glaring red flags that you would see in each other's dating profiles. Now, I apologize if the audio isn't the best. I just ran over my mic with my chair. So I'm sorry about that. All right, the show must go on. So I understand many of you are not interested in dating. I understand that. Many of you are inveterate MGTOW monks, but I also understand that many of you are wanting to hook up. And though I would tell you and exhort you not to do it because fornication is a sin, I'm also a realist. And also I know that some of you are chaste and you want to use dating apps, whether it be Harmony, Bumble, Catholic match, whatever, Christian mingles, to find a potential marriage partner. And maybe you are going to be chased until you get married. I don't know. Who knows who's listening to this, to be honest. So here are a couple of glaring red flags, all right? Because we need to know these things big time. Number one, let's say you look at the profile, and the profile has got tons of paragraphs now most people only do a paragraph or two some even less and if there's no introduction then you know it's probably a bot it's a fake scammer profile but most people do a paragraph or two now if there's a a woman or a man who is writing literally 12 paragraphs that's a red flag it's over emoting it's 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 exemplifying their neuroses and many times depending on what it is their desperation so stay away, stay away. They write like this is what I like to do. do, 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 do. Just whatever, even even whatever they're writing, it, it's it it also demonstrates a, a certain amount of narcissism, right? Like we're going to spend thirteen paragraphs now. Of course, the way men are wired, if the woman's beautiful, you will. <laughs> but the way men are wired, you know, men, and I've told this to women before. Men look at pictures first, then they'll read the profile just to find something to glean on to to email or message them. But really, we don't give a damn what you write. We really don't care. We're visual creatures. We're just looking to see if you're hot, you're cute, you're attractive, you're fertile, you're young, whatever. So what else? People who write a lot of, of, of demands or lists... I'm looking like, you know, we'll just put it since I'm a guy. So a girl who puts like, I won't date a Trump supporter. I won't date somebody who is anti-vac. I won't date somebody who's shorter than 5'11". I won't date a bald man. I won't date if you're out of shape. I won't date, just again, extremely high standards. 
masked by insecurities and of course a woman with overinflated sexual market value and of course you look at the pictures it's one thing if she's Kira Knightley in 2005 but if most women are not Kira Knightley in 2005 but they still think that they deserve that they have an unrealistic view of their SMV because like a lot of women they're in denial but look men there's men who are like this too I'm a janitor I expect you to be 22 and hot come on Another one, let's say you've messaged and you've exchanged numbers. And men, this is important, but women, this is important too. You exchange numbers and you're like, hey, I want to make sure you're not a catfish. So send me a picture on the phone. The first picture they send you, the person looks horrific. Now, why is this a red flag? This is a red flag because most normal, well-adjusted people know, okay, this is my first impression. Yeah, the pictures on my dating profile are like four years old, right? We, we know that, that trope, right? We have an episode on that trope. Okay, so, but this is my first real photo. Only really depressed or mentally ill people are going to pick and send you a photo where they look horrifically bad. I mean, we know what photos we look relatively good or averagely good, and we know what pictures, you know, you accidentally press the phone and you take a picture from underneath your jaw and you have a booger sticking out of your nose you know you know what i'm talking about just whatever so they send you this picture and they have like the soul of the devil in their picture it's a picture where they're not smiling their hair is disheveled maybe they're lying on a bed looking back at you and you just see it in their eyes this person's something's wrong and look it's the first picture. So typically the first picture is going to be their best picture. But if they're sending you a picture where they look really bad, really depressed, that's a humongous red flag. They don't realize how bad or depressed they are when they send that picture. Because, I mean, there, there has to be a thought process. Like, okay, I'm going to send them a picture. Okay, this is what they want. I need to impress them, right? Because I really like this person. Then they send you a picture where they look like a serial killer. Hmm. Red flag. Like the old Kristen, Kristen Wig SNL commercial. Red flag, 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 flag. And again, these are red flags for both men and women. So women, you can apply this to a guy sends you a picture and he looks like he's got the serial killer eyes of Ted Bundy or son of Sam. Run, 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 run. Another one is they just don't respect your boundaries. So let's say you start texting and you're like, hey, don't text me after 10. And maybe you turn off your phone, maybe you don't. You, you guys know I turn off my phone. I put it on airplane mode. I turn off my router. I get eight. So let's say you wake up, you turn on your phone. Because I, I know this is highly unrealistic because most of you guys never turn off your phone. But let's say you turn on your phone and there's like five texts at 1230 at night. Okay, so the first time, maybe you didn't articulate, hey, don't text me after 10, but it's kind of understood, right? You never text somebody after 10 unless you guys are, you know, there's an understanding. And then you never text somebody before, I don't know, 8 a.m. It's just, it's just standard protocol, right? It's like, it's the same thing with parties in the neighborhood. People know. It's like, okay, you have to turn off the music for outdoor parties at 10. It's the same thing. So you wake up, turn on your phone, there's five messages at one in the morning. Even if they're not crazy, they're just like, hey, what's up? Hey, or even like, I just wanted you to, to receive these. But when you woke up, first of all, what are you doing at one in the morning? Why are you awake at one in the morning? Secondly, again, they're, they're thinking about you at one in the morning. Some of you will be flattered by that. No, red flag, flag, flag. And then you tell them, 
Hey, um, I would appreciate if you don't text me after 10. They still do it once in a while. It's a lack of respect, right? It's a lack of respect. Also, poor boundaries. So if they already have poor boundaries when you're just communicating and you guys haven't even met, what do you think it's going to be later on? It's a major red flag. You're going to be one of those women where you wake up and she's just staring at you in the bed. Look, there are a lot of red flags we can talk about. Well, the last one we're going to do in this episode is let's say you actually meet up at a coffee shop or whatever, and okay, normal people are going to try to look good. And this goes back to the, the first picture. They're going to try to groom themselves, look good, whatever. If they show up disheveled, smelly, dirty, not dressed up, especially women. You know, men, men don't dress up because we're not really in, as much into looks. But if the woman shows up in sweats, it's, it's either one or two things, right? It's... it's She's trying to telegraph to you that she's really not into you. Because if, if a woman's into a man, she's going to get gussied up and wear a dress and put, put on makeup. So even if she's like one of these, I don't wear makeup girls, but she shows up in sweats and a t-shirt, she's really not into you. Or it could be going back to what we had talked about before, just lack of awareness. Lack of awareness. They show up and, and, and they just look like they just got out of bed. That's a red flag as well. And look, there's many red flags. Like I would tell most of you guys, the large majority of people on Tinder, Bumble, and I would even say the dating, the, the paid ones, their souls have been destroyed. A lot of these people, hey, look, if you're 21, it's one thing. But let's say you're in your 40s like me. Most of these people have been riding the carousel of COCKSs. And every time they do that, remember, part of you gets taken. And it affects you mentally. And I would tell you women too, you know, unless you find a guy who got married at 21 and was married 20 years and his wife left him and this is the first relationship, I would say, you know, a lot of guys have baggage too. Pretty much every American human in, or anyone in the West who's in their 40s has a lot of baggage, has a lot of baggage. And a lot of people will go to Christian sites, like Christian Miggles, Catholic Match, whatever, and they think, okay, all these people are going to be praying the Bible every day. And you go there, it's like, the same. why do you think they're single? I've encountered women in the past on Catholic dating sites that are virgins at 40. Now, part of the men would think, oh, wow, this is great. No, red flag, 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 flag. And then it's even exacerbated more when you ask them, what's the longest relationship you've ever had? And this is a question you need to ask anybody you're dating. They say, oh, like one year, six months, run. Again, it's, it's arrogance, it's hubris, like, oh, I'll change him, I'll change her. If, they, if they're 40 and their longest relationship has been one year, they've already demonstrated they, they, they have commitment issues or people dump them really fast because they're crazy. But Gregory, she's a virgin. A 40-year-old virgin? Come on. Red flag. I mean, I'd rather have, a, again, not playing to marry, but I'd rather have a woman who's like a widow. Give me a widow I have an episode here, like, like the, the characteristics a woman would have to have if I were to marry. But give me a widow, or at least give me a woman who is married for 15 years, 10 years, whatever, and knows what it's like to be in a marriage, and then her her husband dies. Hopefully it's not like, so I married an axe murderer, the old Mike Myers movie, but husband died, or husband was a, a Don Draper, Lothario left, or something like that. But 
I mean, at least they can show that they've maintained a relationship. But if you meet a woman, it's like, oh, I'm 36 and longest relationship is one year, six months. Imagine how much baggage she has. Imagine how many past sexual partners she's had. Because at least theoretically, if a woman's married, she's only sleeping with her husband <laughs> sporadically, but she's only sleeping with her husband. Single woman, 20 years, you meet her at 37. 20 years of sexual dating. Longest relationship is one year. Come on. Come on. Oh, but she reads the Bible every day. Come on. And girls, too. Watch out for the narcissists, the narcissistic men. They are out there. Oh, Gregory, you're supposed to side with the men. Look, I side with anyone who's getting abused. There's cluster Bs in both sexes. The men tend to have more of the antisocial and the narcissistic tendencies, and the women tend to have the borderline and histrionics. But in general, all these things we've talked about are red flags you need to stay away from. And I would just honestly stay away from dating completely for a variety of reasons here we've talked about in the past. The 90-10 rule. And unless you purge a relationship there, you're going to get sucked in by the first person that really likes you, especially if you men because you're visual. First woman that gives you the time of day. And then you're going to throw out all your red pill knowledge. Oh, but she's different. And you're going to get white knighted. And then next thing you know, you're signing the Faustian pact. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It only take you five seconds. If you have an Apple product, you can only do it if you have an Apple product. Also, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation, $5, $10 to help defray the cost of posting this on a server because I don't make any money off of it, you clearly do not hear any ads. Also, there's a link to naturopathicearth.com, my website, where you can listen to all the podcasts and read all my articles. Lastly, follow and subscribe to all three feeds, Confessions of an Obi's Child. We just did a new episode over there. Femaleistic Health Apothecary and the Awakened Man. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. And pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.